And to Jesus be the praise, and to Him be the glory and the honor this wonderful Friday. And I'm so glad you're with me today to join me in this beautiful time together in the Lord. And today I want to talk to you about supernatural prosperity in these difficult days. I truly believe that God Almighty wants to prosper you in a supernatural way in these difficult days we are living in. Because you see, nothing is impossible with God. Nothing on earth affects His promises. And I know you need this word because many of you today may be facing a challenge, a financial challenge, or maybe even other challenges. I want you to believe what the Bible has to say. Even though we know that, sometimes when the problems come, we just need to be encouraged. We need to be reminded. And that's really what I want to do today. I just want to encourage you and remind you of the faithfulness of the Lord Jesus. And Lord, we come to you today in faith, high expectation. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for who you are. And we give you all the praise and the glory. And God's people said, Amen and Amen. Now remember, the Lord told us in Luke 21, 25, And there shall be signs in the sun and the moon in the stars, and upon the, the earth distress of nations with perplexity. We're already beginning to see this come to pass. Distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, meaning climate change, what we're looking at and hearing about all the time now. Man's hearts failing them for fear. But we will not be afraid. It says man's hearts, not the, not the church's hearts. And I want you to know what the Bible has to say. In verse 9, of Luke 21, the Lord says this, But when you will hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified. So, man's hearts will fail for fear, but not you and I. Because the Lord says, when you hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, don't be afraid, for these things must first come to pass. So we know that these things have to happen before the coming of the Lord. But the command to all of us is, don't let fear cripple your heart. So it says in Luke 21, 28, And when these things begin to come to pass, look up, then look up, lift up your heads, meaning rejoice basically, for your redemption draweth nigh. What a wonderful promise from the Lord. So, the word of God to you is, fear not. I'm here to tell you, don't be afraid of the future. Don't be afraid of what you hear all around us. No, because the Lord said, fear not. Don't let fear cripple your life. Because if you allow that bondage, 
you know, sets, sets in and troubles begin and we don't know what to do about it then. So do not look at the bigness of the problems in the world. Look at the bigness of God, the bigness of his word. You know, I remember when, when Moses stood in front of the Red Sea and uh, Israel saw the Red Sea. And then they looked behind them and saw the Egyptians and they said, we're trapped. A lot of people today feel like they're trapped, but we're not. Because Moses saw God. He did not see the Egyptians behind or the Red Sea in front of them. He saw God. And he stretched that rod and the sea divided and they walked on dry land. Nothing is impossible with God. God makes a way when there is no way. And you may be facing right now is, you know what, there's no way out for me. Oh no, there is a way out. I'm here to tell you. I know I'm talking to someone who needs to hear this. Who said there's no way out for me. Yes, there is a way. And his name is Jesus. He will show you how to get out of this if you call on his name. If you do what he says in his wonderful word. Because see, the Bible is full of God's promises. And I think it's time for us today to really anoint our eyes. Like in Revelation 3.18 it says, anoint your eyes that you may see. So let's see beyond the natural. Let's see the supernatural. That's why I'm calling this how to supernaturally prosper in these difficult days. Let's stop seeing the natural. Let's begin to see the supernatural. God's word. Like Moses, he saw the supernatural. He didn't see the Egyptians or the sea or even David. You know, he said, Yea, I'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's a terrifying place, you bet. But he didn't see the valley of the shadow of death because he said, Thou art with me. Thou art with me even in the valley. Even where there's the shadow of death. I don't see it, Lord. I see you. So it says, set your affections on things above. So we and you and I, we are citizens of heaven. And so heaven is our vision. Heaven is our home. Paul said, I will not be disobedient to the heavenly vision. Not only I wasn't, but I will not. God gives us that reality of heaven, of life eternal of his promises in the word of the Christian walk where we know nothing is impossible with God and nothing is impossible with him and her who believes God who believes in God and believes his word it's impossible to be defeated unless you decide to be defeated please hear me you cannot be defeated unless you consent to it Unless you agree with the world or the devils. But I know you won't. Because you are God's people and that's why I love you. So, let's flood our hearts with the knowledge of God. Let's flood our hearts with the knowledge of his word. So we can see the supernatural, not the natural. So it's time also to recognize our place in the kingdom of God. Because when we recognize our place in the kingdom of God, that's when miracles happen. And we recognize our place when we begin to see the promises. 
when we see the supernatural, when we see who Jesus is in our life and who we are in Him. So, fear not. Let's look at the bigness of God's saints. It's time, I'm telling you, it's time. Because the Lord wants us to live without fear and prepared to face the future without fear. In Amos 3, 7, the Bible says that God always uses His prophets to warn of coming judgments so His people would be spared. Remember Agabus in Acts 11? Now the Bible tells us very clearly that bad things are coming to the world. I mean, if you just read Revelation, you know, I mean, it's all there. Famine and wars and this and that. But the Bible tells us this. No matter what the conditions are, Proverbs 10, 22, the blessings of the Lord will always be on us. And the blessings will give us wealth. It says, the blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich and adds no sorrows with it, no fear with it. No troubles with it. So, okay. You know, bad things are going to happen. But happen in the world. Not the church. And the key, the key to having this peace in your life and heart about what's going on out there is what? Walking in victory depends on our covenant relationship with God Almighty. Because the world will struggle. But we who walk in covenant, we will have supernatural provision, supernatural prosperity. I guarantee you this. I'm telling you this. I have been a Christian almost 50 years. I've been in the ministry almost 48 years. It'll be 48 years in just a few months. And think about what I've seen in my lifetime. I've had more troubles than you can ever have in your life financial troubles more than you can ever have in your life but I'm here to tell you God has not failed me one time in all this in in all these years and his word says I have not seen the righteous forsaken I have not seen the righteous ever forsaken or his seed his children grandchildren begging for bread I'm a witness of this you say well you're Benihim no I'm a Christian just just like you. And frankly, to be in my position means more troubles. Have you ever needed $10 million in one week? I have. And God met that need in my life. When Oral Roberts came on my program, this is your day, and all he said is, Benny is in trouble, help him. And I was stunned that, you know, he hardly said anything. I thought he was going to say more. And the phones rang. And the 10 million came in a week. I was amazed to see the hand of God move. Over the time, I had to have 100,000 by morning, by morning. And the Lord spoke to me clearly, clearly and said, Call Linda, a dear lady that we know in, in Arizona. And God had spoken to her that morning to send the 100,000. And she said, Lord, if this is your voice, have been here and call me. And the Lord says to me, call Linda. God will never fail us if we walk in faith and see the supernatural 
And that day I stood there watching my grandchild swim, learning how to swim, dear Abby, in California. When I was faced with this problem that I had to have 100,000 by morning. And I didn't know where it was coming from. Didn't know. And the Lord spoke. And right what, you know, I said to him, I said, Lord, I will sow a seed, but I need to be out of this problem. And before I could finish saying it, he said, call Linda. Wow. And I had not called Linda before. Truly. I I knew who she was, but I never really called her one time prior to that. The covenant, the covenant, it's real. Psalm 89, 34, God will not, cannot break his covenant. And I'm talking to people who may be wondering, you know, did God really promise? Will he do it for me? Yes, I believe the Bible, but will God do it for me? Yes, he will. You are his child. He will not fail you. I promise you. I promise you on his divine word. The only time things fail us is when we allow fear to grip us. Remember what I just said earlier. You cannot be defeated unless you consent to be defeated. Unless you decide to be defeated. People are defeated when they decide to be defeated. When we allow fear to cripple our hearts, then we are defeated. So please, have faith in God. Don't let fear. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I've had moments when fear almost got in there. You, you think it's easy for me to be standing knowing I need 10 million, 10 million in a week? Imagine the, the pressure and the stress and the fear with that. Knowing I could lose being on the air and have what we need to have crusades in those days. To this day, I trust God. To this day. I wanted a studio in this room. And we said, Lord, we need a, a studio. And a man from Dallas, Texas, God spoke to him to pay for it. Can you believe it? And then you sweet partners gave extra and we got extra stuff. That we did not even know that even is out there. But we found, oh, you know what? We also need that and need this. And, and Because you sweet people gave more than we thought. And we added more stuff. Even though that man, sweet man in Texas, paid for the necessities, what we needed to have a studio. But he did not give us all the money. He gave us enough to have a studio. It was a miracle. And then you responded when you knew that we we are building one, which I'm in right now. In, you know, here in Florida. So, God has not given us the spirit of fear. Look, look, we're going to always have needs. We're going to always have needs. As long as we live in this body, we're going to have needs. Spiritual needs, emotional needs, physical needs, financial needs. But God said every day He'll meet our needs. Every day. What God did 10 years ago is done for 10 years ago. But something new that we need now that didn't happen 10 years ago, the, the, the same God will meet the need today that He met way back then with other things. So, 2 Timothy 1.7 God has not given you the spirit of fear. What did he give us? The spirit of power. His power. His blessed love. And a sound mind that won't crack down and fall apart. If we walk by faith. Now let me tell you something. God Almighty 
is going to fill you with such victory that you're going to start laughing at problems. You are going to start laughing, laughing at the problems. The world is losing their mind. People are losing their mind. They're worried about this, worried about that. What's going to happen there? And, and, and every time you watch the news, people get more depressed and more afraid. Yet we are told in Job 5.20, in famine, he will redeem you from death. In war, from the power of the sword. He will hide you from the scourge of the tongue. Neither, watch this, neither will you be afraid of destruction when it comes. Hallelujah. Job 5.21. At destruction and famine, you will laugh. Did you hear that? At destruction and famine, you will laugh. You say that's impossible. No, it is possible. We rejoice. We are we are told rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Joy unspeakable and full of glory is what is promised to us. God never promised anything, you know. No, no, no. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. No matter what's going on in the world, it doesn't affect us. Paul the Apostle sitting in prison, singing praise. Come on, please. How many people do you, do you know that can sing praise in prison after being beaten that same day in Acts 16? He was rejoicing. And as he's rejoicing, the earthquake hits, his chains come loose, and the prison door is open. And the man says, what must I, what must I do to be saved? The, the man who was keeping the jail. And a revival broke out. Because he knew God is with him. Nothing can harm him. If God before us, who can be against us? No one, no one. All right. Now, the Bible tells us very clearly, our inheritance is forever. That's in the Psalms. Ooh, I love that. Now, saints, what do we do? We have to do what the prophets and the saints of old and the Bible tells us to do. We have to trust only in the Lord and we have to remember His Word and obey His Word. Uh, His Word. It's not about some formula. We walk in covenant. We abide in Jesus. And when we abide in Jesus, we're always showing Him our love. So simple. If you want to, if you want God to prosper you, Financially, we have the secret given to us. Where Paul said in Second Corinthians 8, he said, when you give out of love, prove the sincerity of your love. Be a cheerful, joyful giver because you love the Lord. And when you do, he will meet all your needs. He will give you seed. He'll give you the harvest. You'll abound. You read Second Corinthians 8 and 9. He starts by raising their offering for the people in Jerusalem, God's people in, in, in Jerusalem. And then he comes to the point. He says, God is able to make all grace abound, overflow, abundant, abundant, abundant. We're going to see, no doubt, we're going to see a tremendous wealth transfer that Jesus talked about. He said, it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. That's a wealth transfer. That's a wealth transfer, which is coming. It's already happened six times. It happened with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Israel, Solomon, and we're number seven. So when it comes, it will come to those who've been faithful today, who've been sowing today, 
who've been doing what God called us to do today. A faithful man will abound with blessings. Proverbs 28, 20. Abound means overflow. Tomorrow, there'll be no lack in your life. And not only will God bless your today and bless your present, He'll bless your, 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 your future. Because prosperity is not an accident. It's not, it's a decision we make every single day we live. And when we make that decision to obey the Lord, then He promises you'll spend your days in prosperity and years in pleasure. Job 36, 11. Days in prosperity means no, no lack. Prosperity doesn't mean I'm gonna have 10 cars and 10, and you know, 10 homes. Maybe some people will because they're in business. But prosperity to you and me, Biblically speaking, means no lack in your life whatsoever. Never a lack, not even for the day. To have abundantly what you need in life to live and have the finances you need so you don't have to worry about it. It's His Word. He delights when you prosper. So, we live in covenant. Come on, I'm, I, you know what? Faith has arisen in my heart for you as I've been talking to you. That God will take care of that need. He's done it for me for nearly 50 years. And he'll do it for you today. So all we do is call upon the Lord. And he always answers. That's his promise. Come on, let's believe. Let's believe. Jesus said if two will agree, it'll be done. Lord, in Jesus' name, we agree now. We agree with all our hearts that that need in their life will be met. Lord, I agree with them. I agree with that sweet child, beloved, your beloved Lord, your child, your son, your daughter. I agree with them, Lord, right now, that you will meet that need in their life, that financial need, take away that financial worry from them, take away the fear of tomorrow, let them live with peace and victory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, let's tell the Lord we love Him with our seed. You know, in Psalm 96, it says that we worship with our giving. You know, I, I love to worship and I know you do too. But you know that giving also is worship. It really is. No different than singing and sings, My soul... Glory, glory, glory to the Lamb. Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord. It's no different. When you give to the Lord, it's the same thing. It says, honor and majesty are before Him. Give, I'm reading Psalm 96, 7. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord glory that's due to His name. Bring an, an, an offering, come into His courts and worship Him in the beauty of holiness. Hallelujah. Well, it says, bring an, bring an offering. I'm reading Psalm 96. And here it is in, in, in verse 8 and 9. So, when you bring that offering, you're saying, Lord, I love you. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I bless your holy name with the offering. So, an offering is not about money. It's about worship. It's about love. It's about giving from a heart full of love. Because love is something you do, not something you say, you know? So, Lord, I thank you as they show their love for you. Bless them as you have promised. Prosper them mightily. Let supernatural prosperity come to them, no matter what's going on out there. 
in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And Lord, meet that need. Lord, I'm, I'm willing to really pray this. Meet that need that they may have for tomorrow or maybe a week from now, like you did for me, Lord. If there's anyone, Lord, that is, that is listening who needs a miracle financially by tomorrow or by this week or next week, Lord, give them that miracle as you've done for me many times for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. Remember what God did for me when I needed that 10 million in one week, He did it. Because I sowed seed and I gave bonky. I sowed seed in bonky's ministry that, back then because I knew God would not release that money till I sow. I sowed a million dollars in bonky's ministry when I needed 10. And, and that was no easy decision, believe me. But I took a step of faith and I did and that 10 million came. Hallelujah. So your need is, you know, isn't as big as that, right? But whatever it is, whatever amount you need, sow a seed and watch what God will do through that seed. Okay, you can sow right now on the platform you're watching me on. Or you can go to our website, benihin.org. Or you can text it on your phone, BHM45777. And I'm believing with you that if you need that, financial breakthrough by let's say tomorrow or Monday that God will give it to you like he did with me that one time for a hundred thousand I needed that hundred thousand by morning the next morning and God spoke to a woman to send it when I said Lord I'm going to sow ten thousand into your work to help the poor that's that's what I said so Lord I'm going to sow ten thousand in your work to help the needy and my goodness that Miracle happened so fast, I was amazed. Giving to God's work is really a, an amazing supernatural act on our part that releases the supernatural blessings on God's part because it's all by faith. Any, and anything by faith is supernatural. It's not natural because we are doing it with faith in our hearts. That's a supernatural force working in us called faith. So do it right now. Don't look at the conditions. Don't look at the situations. Don't let fear come in. Let faith be alive in you in Jesus' name. All right. You can sow that seed right now and watch what God will do. You will rejoice, I promise you. All right. I'll see you Monday. Wonderful week next week. Great week all week as I teach. But now you can sow that seed. And I thank you in advance. And I praise the Lord with you for your miracle already. Lord, we praise you. That miracle, financial miracle is on the way in Jesus' name. All right. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you Monday. Bye-bye.